Hi, I'm Nathan Riley, the Holistic OBGYN. I knew that I wanted to change the maternity care model in the United States from early in residency training. I have now ventured out of the corporate medical space entirely to lend my support to this task. This podcast is a 501c3 and will feature important voices in the women's healthcare space, as well as present a more holistic approach to meeting the healthcare needs of women. If we want to see lasting structural change, then it's critical that we empower women to reclaim their vitality rather than merely treating their disease. We also need to support the reinstatement of the midwifery care model as the standard. Midwives, doulas, mothers, fathers, women, and witches, you have my support. Now on with the podcast. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Holistic OBGYN. I'm here with my good friend, Yuri Opendik. And uh, without saying too much, Yuri, I remember how we met, but I'm curious, can you just tell people a little bit about who you are, what you do, and and how you and I know each other? Uh, Hi, Nathan. I'm super excited to be here with you. It's an honor. Thank you for inviting me. You're very Um, welcome, my friend. Yeah. I'm Yuri Opendik. I'm a yoga teacher. I'm a holistic coach and a Wim Hof Method instructor. I've been in this uh, kind of holistic uh, self-healing journey for uh, a long time, pretty much my whole life, uh, being an immigrant from uh, coming from Russia and living in the United States. It's been an interesting uh, journey. Uh, But yeah, I'm here to talk about um, the beautiful women in our lives and and I remember how I met you, and I met you, uh, Nathan. It was at a beautiful uh, a birthday party, Paul Jack's birthday. Uh, I was there a little bit early, and so were you. We were there to um, help out and uh, uh, with the setup and just get everything straightened out. And we kind of, uh, I think our eyes caught, and we started, uh, we introduced uh, uh, each other to, uh, to each other, and um, we started talking about breath work, right? Yeah, yeah. But, we started getting into the breath and and uh, talking about how uh, how intricate and, and and important it is in our lives and mm. and I started getting to know you and then we had we had a beautiful day together. Yeah, we hung uh, out in the sauna, smoked some tobacco. It was a, it was a good day. <laughs> it was a beautiful day indeed. I've uh, followed you on Instagram too, Yuri, since we met, and you you really are doing some good stuff. So I I, I would love if at the very end of this conversation, if you could tell people about that, and and I'll I'll let you know. Um, because you know the Wim Hof method is is near and dear to me as well. And um, speaking of breathing, before I get, I hand the floor over to you. Do you want to do a big breath together? Let's do it. Yeah, you give me the call. Three, two, one. In. I always tell people it's a little ASRM in the microphone as well. Just hearing people exhale. I don't know if we expand our lungs to that capacity often enough during the day. I know I don't when I'm working, so I appreciate uh, doing that exercise with everybody. So Yuri, what are three things that you want the world to know about caring for women? Oh, by the way, you forgot to mention you're a dad of two little boys. I just wanted to throw that in there. A lot of perspective there as a dad, so go ahead. (laughs) I I am a dad of two two boys, uh, ages eight and four and a half, and you know, uh, as I'm raising these two two boys, I'm all, always uh, thinking and emphasizing how important it is uh, to take care of our women and our, our, our my wife and our, their mother. So I think the first thing I would like to share is, is that it, it is our duty and obligation 
to protect the divine uh, feminine in our lives. And, you know, women, they are uh, so beautiful. And sometimes, uh, well, they're perceived as weak, but in fact, it is the other way around. Mm-hmm. They are much more powerful uh, than men are. And I've uh, experienced this throughout my life. Uh, they're just amazing, amazing uh, human beings. And mm-hmm. it is certainly our uh, our duty as men, as being the strong man, <laughs> the, the masculine, the alpha males, to to protect the women and to take care yeah. of them, you know, um, to love yeah. them. Yeah. An analogy that I, I often think about is like a beehive, right? There's all these men that are doing the work, right? Like, and in our society, doing work, I'm using air quotes on my end, doing work and being productive. That's the role of the man, the breadwinner, blah, blah, blah. It's all over the media. But when you talk about the feminine, in the masculine, we 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 sort of degrade this idea this idea of this binary of the male and female, and we actually see our role if we are masculine energy dominant. The role of the divine masculine is to protect and hold space for the divine feminine. So thank you so much for saying that. That means so much coming from a strong, independent, fit man like yourself. I mean, you're 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 like the everyman. So thank you so much for that. Um, how do you do that in, in your own life? Like, how do you model that for your boys? Well, you know, my boys are really active, right? So um, we like to uh, play around and, and uh, wrestle all the time. So they they don't understand. So they uh, uh, they kind of uh, try to do the same with their mom and kind of like just run up on her, or grab on her, or kind of sometimes get aggressive with her. And they don't they don't understand. So I'm always, you know, kind of like telling them to slow down. This is this is mm. this is your mom. She's she's a she's a girl. Uh, she's different. You I you know, I'm I'm a guy. You can play around with me, you can get physical and aggressive with me, but you need to be different uh, with your mom. And you know, I've been traveling a lot uh, lately, leaving, and when I do, I always tell them like, listen, you guys are in charge now. Mm. It's your job to protect and look after mom when I'm not here. Oh. So, you know, they're young but they're sponges. So they're listening. They get it. They're yeah. absorbing. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, uh, you know, before you know it, they're uh, reenacting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I also want to emphasize that you're not describing like, okay, boys, grab your knives and your swords. Like you got to go to battle. It's also protecting their, you know, the emotions, this, the, the sort of psychological balance in the household. It's, um, again, that space holding piece is really, really important. It's um, it's not just a matter of protecting, because like you said, women don't need protection. They don't just need us to, you know, protect the house. It's actually they they actually need to be honored and respected, and and in that is a protection for the for the divine feminine in all of us. Um, that's beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely, beautiful. you know. And it's not like you said. It's not about you know putting on the armor and you know having your rifle with you. I'm protecting my woman. No, it's, you know, it's honoring them, respecting them um, and uh, cherishing them. You know, uh, they're, they're the givers of life. Mm. We men will never understand, really understand that, like fully understand what it is, what is it like to be a woman? You know, we can say, oh, we understand women, but really um, we will never really know because mm. we can never give birth so we, you know, I was, you know, I'm so amazed at that, like that, that fact oh, that yeah. um, being president, both of my uh, child births, uh, it was so emotional and so deep and touched me, <laughs> you know, yeah. it was just, 
amazed and um yeah yeah there's that there's this uh, something i talk a, a lot about given that i work in birth is this sort of sacred nature of birth that is lost i think by the larger sort of system right because we we sort of force women into this protocolized way of giving birth and then like when the baby's comes comes out in the hospital not in the home setting but in the hospital it's like we got to clean the baby up and do the testing and then check the vital signs for mom and clean the sheets and we want everything to be tidy but if you actually can sit back and just hold space for what's happening in the birth process i mean it is a it is a birthing of the universe itself when a baby emerges Mm-hmm. And that that is intentionally very metaphysical. Um, but I think in some some regards, we sort of lose sight of that. You know, we make it into this like medical thing as opposed to it being something to be worshipped. And it used to be worshipped. You know, women used to be worshipped for the feminine attributes, for for the things that that continue to the, the, their their sort of role in sustaining and nurturing our society and our children. Um, to go back to the bee metaphor, the, those little worker bees, those little men going around, they're all in service to the queen. And I think in every household, if we can reimagine, like the queen is the head of the household, we are there in order to support her and the incredible immense responsibility of nurturing of nurturing our society, you know, as humans. I, I, I really think there's something important to that. I agree, Nathan. Um, the energy is always um, is always is always is always flowing, and mm-hmm. um, it's always a give and take, like in anything, you know, uh, the yin and yang energy in in the household. So uh, it it you have to have it to give it, mm. and um, you know, me and my wife, you know, we've known each other for about ten years, and uh, we, we you know we have our ups and downs, and certainly you know when the kids were younger and we were. Uh, new parents and you really there is no textbook on how to be a parent you know you just have to live it and and be it it. and right we've been through you know through all kinds of things together and and, uh, as we're getting uh, older together and growing together we're we're uh, feeding off each other and we're supporting each other even more now than than before Mm. Um, loving each other more it's 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 a it's a it's a developing relationship, and yeah. as I'm as I'm watching my wife uh, flourish and grow like a beautiful flower, I, I am I am astonished, and I'm just amazed at her beauty, of her talents, and and uh, how she's been uh, able to just create and and, mm-hmm. and explore herself, and and I am um, I'm grateful to be there in that position to support her on her journey. Yeah. Wow. She's lucky to have you, Yuri. <laughs> I'm lucky to have you too. We're, we're both pretty lucky. Thank you. <laughs> hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this awesome conversation. wanted to tell you quickly about my collaborator program. This program is for midwives, doulas, docs, birth educators, coaches, whoever. I am inviting anybody who works with women to enroll into this program for a monthly fee. And the way that it works is, let's say on Monday, you've got a patient who has some fertility issues despite working with them through an in-depth functional nutrition program. 
They're still unable to get pregnant. You want some insight from an OBGYN. You want me to review labs, imaging, etc. It's a great opportunity. Then on Tuesday, you've got a patient who, uh, let's say you're a midwife and you're caring for a, a birthing person who just got some ultrasound re- reports and you want to know, hey, is this still a person that that you know should be considered a good candidate for home birth, for example? Um, I'll give you recommendations. I'll give you insight. I'll even tell you what I would do. Right, And then Wednesday, you might have a completely different question. So this is a way to keep your patients out of the conventional model if desired and keep them on track for home birth if that's what they desire. Um, Or it may just help you better support them if they have to go in for a C-section or whatever else. So there's going to be two levels. There's going to be the silver level, which will allow you that access if you want to go for the gold level. The gold level will include a weekly live Q&A video conference peer review session with all gold level members including me um, and you're going to find some of the nation's best midwives there and the opportunity here is that we're all engaged in a, an hour-long conversation it'll be recorded if you miss it you can check it out later through the website and we're going to be able to post questions and as a group discuss and and sort of I don't know, collaborate together as to how to best manage and answer those questions. Um, And of course, I'll be there to provide the allopathic OBGYN insight as well. So so that's my collaborator program. When you lock in a, a rate, a monthly fee, that fee will never change for you. Although I will say that the price of this program is probably going to go up as I've had increasing numbers of people reaching out and super interested. So Check it out. All the details will be at BelovedHolistics.com. And you can send me questions through the website as well if you need any further clarification. And I think that just about does it. Let's get back to the conversation. Well, gosh, we could probably take three points from that mini conversation alone. Um, But protecting the divine feminine, I think that's a very, very... Protecting and honoring the divine feminine. Mm. I think that's a really nice way to put that. What's the second thing? Um, of course, we could take, we could just continue to, to explore some of those topics. Is there something else that, that comes to mind? I know it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I'll just go, you know, with with the thing that really comes up uh, as the as the next thing that um really important to me, and is, that is to to forget everything your mom has told you, mm. and um, you know, we all have a different relationship with our moms and i certainly do with with my mom and our moms uh definitely want some certain things for us they 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 you know at least i'm going to talk about my mom she kind of has an idea what what i want and what i need to be happy and it took me a really long time to get out of that space to kind of um, really separate myself from my mother once my mother's wants and, and desires and needs for me mm. and to really get in touch with uh, what makes me happy and in my relationship. Wow. There's a lot. That's gosh, you're really good at this, Yuri. <laughs> um, I think a thread of that actually kind of ties into your first point, which is that we have a lot of boys in this world. And, and we need those boys to grow up to be men. And, and that means finding, finding the truth for yourself as to what you need to be sustained in order to be the person that you are, that your mother is not a part of, right? I mean, granted, we should be honoring our mothers, of course. I know that's not what you're saying. It's more of a, at some point, you need to actually break free from that 
notion mm. of who Yuri is going to be and be in, in, embody yourself as Yuri himself, as the man. It's a right. bit of a hero's journey, is it not? It is, it is absolutely. Coming into yeah. your own shoes and being comfortable with saying no or not, you know, having the, the, um, the balls to say no is, it takes a lot. And I see a lot of people and, you know, a lot of men in their, in their, you know, 40s, 50s and 60s, they're still being controlled by their mom and, and doing what their mom wants and, and pleasing their mom, but them themselves are not happy. Yeah. And so if, if you're, yeah. if you're not happy, um, how can you make anybody, how can anybody else be happy around you? So if you're, if you're unhappy in your own self, then, you know, your spouse is probably not happy either. And your kids are, are feeling all that energy coming into their lives. Mm. So learning to say no and getting in touch with your feelings and then, and uh, listening to what you really want is, is, is the hero's journey. Wow. Yeah. That's so beautifully put. I don't even know if I have anything more to add to that. I, <laughs> I think that uh, as a doctor, I can tell you, there's a lot of other doctors who've gone through years and years and years of school, just like me. And they're just putzing away within the medical system. And the language, even the subtle language that they use sort of reflects that they are afraid of disappointing, not just their mom, but also their dad. If they don't fulfill some notion of success that their parents actually kind of set out for them. Right. And, and of course that's an infinite game in the words of James Cars. It's an infinite, you're never going to, you're, you're never going to fulfill the thing that your mom and dad wanted for you. It's just not going to happen. It has to be something that you're doing for you. And I, I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I could ramble about that all day. Um, and I think it is, it is a process. It's a constant checking in process. Is there anything that you, that you learned? I don't know, maybe when you were 30, uh, I think you remember, I remember you saying you're in your, in your earlier mid forties. Is that right? I am in my early forties. I'm yes. Yeah. I'm 40 right now. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to age 25, Yuri. It's a very, very different man. And so, so what was it that, that kind of um, sparked you to sort of start to embody the Yuri that we know today? At 25, I was pretty much um, ending my party, party life cycle. At that time. <laughs> and yeah. uh, at 26, I started practicing yoga and uh, the yoga path really opened up so many doors for me. I started really getting in touch with myself and uh, really being more accepting of uh, other cultures and people around me, uh, started being a lot more open-minded. Mm. Um, and um, that's when uh, that's when my journey began pretty much. I think that's where my transformation started and uh, the yoga path. And then uh, I started working with some uh, plant medicines that really facilitated um, the acceptance of not only other people, that really acceptance of myself and mm. I started to work on my inner, uh, my inner child and all the things that were, uh, what kind of, um, the blockages and, uh, kind of hiding in my and, mm. the limited beliefs, mm. uh, the old programming, um, all that started coming into from the subconscious into my conscious. And I started just, it was a process. It was a process of about 12 years of uh, letting it all come up and uh, witnessing it, acknowledging it, working through it and uh, loving myself, accepting myself for who I am and being okay mm -hmm. with saying no to mom, to mom 
as well as uh, you know other people in my life and and uh, getting kind of uh, cutting ties with uh, with a lot of people that uh, uh, were, were not uh, really good influence on me and in, in, yeah. in my life. Yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, it still is, and it always will be a journey of evolution and growth. Yeah, wow. You know, for any any man who's listening or any woman who's listening who wants to try to instill that, um, I don't know, imprint some of that on their partner. It, again, it's not a matter of control. It's a matter of like, hey, I mean, you're you're an embodied adult man who's done some incredible things in his life, and you've also made a lot of mistakes. But you've 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 actually slowed down through yoga in order to sit with those mistakes and to really integrate what this what this journey has to teach us i'm curious if if there was a you know a man out there who who felt a little bit self-conscious about the yoga path because i do think a lot of men are somewhat self-conscious about that it seems like something that mostly attract women and i think it kind of makes sense in some ways because it it's a bit of a holistic practice in and of itself and i think women generally kind of get that you know the mind body spirit i see it on your t-shirt there um i think they get that a little bit more i don't know it, it's it's a little bit more natural for them. So for a man who wanted to get on the yoga path, is there like a particular book or resource that you would recommend that I can link for them? Hmm. And if you want to, you can, we can put that in the show notes later if you want to get back to me on that. I would say, I would say to those men, because I felt, I felt everything that you just described, uh, you know, subconscious, uh, self-conscious, uh, mostly women around me. And I felt it's a feminine practice when I started uh, doing it. But what I'll tell you when I'm speaking to those men is that yoga is not really what you think it is. It's mm-hmm. it's not it's not the physical exercises. The physical exercises are there for you to get in touch with your body, to cleanse, to detox at the physical level. Uh, eventually, that will take you into breathwork practice, where you'll get even more deeply in touch with your own self, and that will facilitate uh, your meditation and concentration practice. Um, um, bringing the awareness even more, uh, even more, uh, more sensitivity into your body mm. to experience meditation and to um, to be accepting of yourself and others in your life. Mm. Mm. And yoga is so much more than what we see here in the Western world. We see right. yoga yeah. poses. That's what people think. Yoga is physical practice. It is not. It is maybe taught that this way here, but um, if you start uh, on this path and if you start looking, you will find good teachers that will show you the way. But uh, as in any good um, teacher will probably tell you that uh, you must walk the path yourself. Mm. They'll they'll nudge you towards some doors. You have to walk through and and experience it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, there's an experiential learning process there, um, as opposed to the checklist of how far back can I bend or can I get into this pose or not? There's a lot of failure associated with that. Because like a lot of us guys, like we come from backgrounds where we're playing hockey or we're playing football or whatever, and you get used to moving in specific patterns, right? And that leaves you very limited in how you might be able to get into camel pose or whatever else. But what I'm hearing from you is that it's not a matter of getting into camel pose. It's a matter of checking in with your body and Absolutely. working through the journey of, of becoming self-aware. 
Yes, and not making it a competition. Mm. We struggle with that. (laughs) Is is you, your mind, your ego is the only competition that you will ever have. You know, there there is no competition in yoga. Yeah, and you make it a competition. Uh, Your mind, your ego uh, will let you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true, man. Well, thank you, brother. That's uh, there's some deep wisdom in there. What's the third thing? What's the third thing that we uh, can do that, well, that the world should know to take care of better take care of women? You know, the third thing I'll probably say um, is this is the one that I'm always working on is to is to allow to allow uh, your partner, your woman, be mm. whoever she wants to be, and if you are on this path of uh, loving her, uh, it is it is the path of allowing her to be herself and. Um, you know, we have these templates that we've been programmed. Me personally, I've been programmed by my uh, by my mother. Um, of course, parents. that was like our first our first woman yeah. in our life. Yeah, I mean that a woman is supposed to be a certain way. She's supposed to be a good cook. She's supposed to be uh, uh, clean the house. The the kids are supposed to be spotless, and all these things you're pre-programmed with, and so. I had to unprogram myself from all of that. And, you know, I love my wife for who she is. Um, she is, uh, I don't want her to be a, a cook. I didn't marry a cook and I, I didn't marry a, a house cleaner. Although she does all those things. But if I expect those things from her, then she will feel uh, boxed in and limited. Mm. And she's a divine being. She's creative. You know, when I started, you know, really understanding that and allowing her to be and also allowing some of the things just to, to be, you know, the house may not be perfectly clean all the time and it's okay. You know, um, she she has a job. She has hobbies. She has personal projects that she does. And me also, same way. So, you know, expecting her to do all these kind of traditional uh, pre-programmed templates so to speak is just wrong you know every woman is different and uh, what what I would what I would invite and and call upon all you men out there is to to love your woman and to let her be and to let her flourish mm. and and into who she wants to become and it is is what I'm watching when I'm watching my wife uh, she's flourishing 100% she's becoming um into these, she does these incredible things, and to, to to say that I would limit her to just be a a, a, a cook and and a, and a house cleaner, I would just be, <laughs> I would not, you know, to say I would be doing injustice to her, I would be trapping her, I would be killing her, um, mm. I would be taking everything away from her. Instead, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm, I'm giving, and I'm just supporting her on her journey. I'm, I'm letting her be, do her thing. Um, I love her. I, I love her, and um, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, Nathan. Uh, yeah. It seems kind of simple, right? But uh, I'll be honest. I get ripped up in it myself, and sometimes the mind gets in the way, the ego gets in the way, and I'm get you know upset about certain things not being how my mind wants it to be. But I just give myself a little slap in the face, <laughs> and like wake up. Yeah, you're in this life. Right. Right. It is don't, beautiful. Don't steal her sunshine. Yeah. You know, yeah. Be in the present moment. Be happy. Look at the bigger picture. 
yeah. life is beautiful. Wow. Just one of these mind things is, is just selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. Your little boys are so lucky to have you as their dad. I, I'm sure that you're, you are raising two embodied little men that are going to be, they're going to shine. And um, I'm very grateful to be friends with you and to, to have your mentorship and your wisdom. Um, I mean, you, 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 did, you did the most succinct three points of anybody I've, I've interviewed yet. And um, there's so much wisdom. We could talk for hours about some of the things and maybe we need to, maybe we need to actually have a longer conversation. Um, we can, we can for sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save that one for the future. Um, how, uh, so I want you to have the opportunity to tell people how they can find more Yuri. Like how, you know, what do you want them to know? Are you promoting any events coming up? Anything at all? Yeah. Yeah, so I've been uh, I've been traveling quite a bit lately with the Wim Hof method, and it's really evolved uh, into something um, really different than what it, what it started. And so, the Wim Hof method for me is is a way to get in touch with your with your own deeper self. And how I teach it is I, I allow people to explore. Um, I try for them to uh, get the mind out of the way to kind of go into the breath work, really experience it at their own level, and. Uh, hmm. I add a little flavor of my own with, with from my yoga knowledge, holistic coaching from the uh, my beloved Czech Institute that I'm uh, you know so happy to to learn from and get structure from so oh, much yeah. knowledge there. Yeah, and so yeah. I bring that knowledge and I and I kind of give them a much bigger experience of uh, not only the Wim Hof method but of uh, true self healing. You know, we have the ability to heal ourselves, and we. When we get the mind out of the way, when we tap in, when we breathe deeply, when we trust and when we, when we believe in ourselves, you know, beautiful things happen. And so that's the experience that I've been uh, bringing uh, to lots of different places. And I'm going to Hawaii in two weeks. Wow. And I have Detroit. I have uh, Austin, Texas and upstate New York. So all these beautiful things are manifesting and I'm, I'm making connections uh, with beautiful people. And um, yeah. And in the process, I'm meeting people who want to get healthier. So I'm also a one-on-one uh, holistic coach. I help people reach their, uh, achieve their health goals uh, spiritually, physically, mentally. Every single person is different. And I offer them what they need in, in their progress and in their life. And of course, I teach yoga. And, um, you know, I, I'm growing, I'm evolving. I don't know where I'm going to be next year or in two or five years. So... This is where I am right now. I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm loving teaching the Wim Hof method and I'm loving connecting with people and sharing much more than the Wim Hof method in my workshops. Wow. Yuri, it's been such a pleasure, my friend um, and brother. Do you, uh, what's like, uh, what's the website that people can find you at where all of your services are? Yeah. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, Uh, So I'm on Instagram open mind underscore inc my website is evolve with yuri.com yuri spelled y-u-r-y and my uh wim hof method profile is uh wim hof method.com forward slash yuri authentic and yeah you know get awesome. in touch with me if you're interested and uh we'll give you more information it would be such a, I can't wait to do your Wim Hof uh, a workshop at some point, whenever it's nearby. We've got a second baby on the way, so we're, we're going to oh, be yeah. nestled in for a little while, but um, <laughs> thank yes, you. Brother. 
but um, awesome. I, I I'm so grateful that you came in on came on to do this. Um, I hope people can reach out and connect with you. So until next Thank time, you. my friend. Much Thank love. You, Thank you for having me. Much love, yeah. brother. Thank you so so much for listening to today's episode. Um, I'm so glad you're here, and in alignment with our mission here at the Holistic OBGYN. We are a 501c3. We work by donations. So if you'd like to make a donation, go to belovedholistics.com. You'll also be able to find out more information about um, today's guest and anything else that was mentioned on the show. You can also find out more information about the collaborator program that I mentioned earlier. And again, whether you're a midwife, a doula, a birth educator, a lactation specialist, an an OBGYN, an MD from another specialty, if you need help and support from an allopathic and also holistic-minded OBGYN who's got training in a whole other bunch of stuff we never learned in medical school, please come and find me on the website for a very reasonable monthly fee. You'll be able to interact with me anytime you need some support in the field. And if you want to join the gold level, You'll also have some help with prescriptions. You'll have some help from other people in the space, other midwives, other holistic lifestyle practitioners um, through our weekly live video recorded peer review sessions. I'll of course be there and I'll be able to give my insight, but more importantly, we're gonna be holding space for the midwifery model of care and all of the beautiful attributes and contributions that the many great midwives in our country have made to this field and and should continue to make and and lead in this space that does it for today we will see you next time here on the holistic OBGYN. take care